us. <laughs> Guys, we're glad you're here. There is a powerful word that the Lord has given us to just talk about today. Hi, Johnny, in the comments. He's watching from Troy. Oh, Good to awesome. see you, Johnny. It's going to be great. Make sure right now that you share this broadcast, yeah. no matter where you are. Get it. Get this word out, because this is powerful. This yeah. isn't us. This is Holy Spirit. Yeah. Holy Spirit was talking to all three of us the exact same thing, basically. We have been, we were talking about just what the Lord's been putting on our hearts this morning. It was crazy, because we all three on the, um, as we were talking about it, we're like, he, he was telling me this, and we're like, yeah, he was telling mm -hmm. me this too. Yeah. Yeah, he was telling <laughs> me this too. It's like it's the same Holy Spirit. So, in case you needed confirmation that it was Holy Spirit and not just our brains, <laughs> it was. So, that means it's going to be powerful, and it's on-time word. This is an on-time right. word for you. So, can we start? Yeah. So, it's been really cool because we've all actually been reading in the book of John. Yeah. And it's been awesome because God has just been confirming His word and yeah. just believing in His word um, through this the last, I think, two or three weeks that we all have been reading through the book yeah. of John. And the thing that's been coming up to us is the believing in him. But just mm -hmm. believe in him and that he's honest. And one thing yeah. that God's been showing me is like, do, do you believe that God's honest? Well, yeah. yes. <laughs> then whatever he says about me in his word, that's truth. And that's yeah. word. Whatever he's saying about me, not that I need self-confidence, but my identity in Christ, yeah. that's yeah. who I am. And who he says I am is who I am. And it doesn't mean that I have to get it, get it, get it. But I just believe, just believe yeah. who I am in him. Yeah. Well, so often I've lived in a place of fear mm -hmm. that I'm going to mess something up. Yeah. Like, if, if I mess this up, it's going to affect those around me. It's going to change everything. Mm -hmm. I won't be able to help as many people as I want to help. Right. And all this stuff. And, you know, that's not how God wants to live. Even mm -hmm. if it's like a fear of hurting other people, you know, that seems noble yeah. to do in the world's eyes. But even that, it's not noble. Mm -hmm. It's living in fear. And fear is not of God. He never wants us to live. <coughs> Excuse me. Some water. I have an extra <laughs> bottle for you. And a like. pickle. And a pickle. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. <coughs> I had joke. Wow, your eyes you are like super me? watery. <coughs> yeah, so basically what's yeah. really cool. So I've been reading, as we said, I've been mm -hmm. reading in the book of John. And something that the Lord just keeps highlighting to me so much, it's so simple. But it's so profound mm -hmm. at the same time. Something the Holy Spirit's been highlighting to me is every time in John where Jesus, and this is Jesus talking, where Jesus tells yeah. the people, believe. Yeah. Believe in uh, him who God sent. Believe in his name. Believe in him. If yeah. you go to, um, if you guys want to turn to John 6. Yeah. So just um, John 6, 28 and 29, if you'll just turn there. So this is, if you've ever felt like, God, I want to, and this is because I've felt this way, God, I want to do amazing things. I want to do mm -hmm. things for you. I want to be all that you've called me to be and mm -hmm. do all that you called me to do. How do I do it? Right. Yeah. How do I get there? He literally answers that in this Bible verse right here. I'm going to read out of the New Living Translation because I like how the New Living uh, Translation says it. Yeah. But John 6, 28 says, they replied, we want to perform mm -hmm. God's works yeah. too. What should we do? Mm -hmm. And Jesus told them, this is the only work God wants from yeah. you. 
believe in the one who he has sent. Yeah. Believe yeah. in the one he has sent. Right. So yeah. he says, and it was cool because I was talking to Serena about it this morning. And we're like, what should we call, what should we title the broadcast today? Like, what is it going to kind of be about? Different things like that. And I had, I had this phrase keep coming up to me over and over and over again that the, the Holy Spirit's highlighting to me. And just even yeah. for myself purpose, per, uh, personally, and only believe was what kept coming up yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Only believe, only believe. Yeah. And Serena yeah. had come up to her, just believe. Yeah. Just believe. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're literally, the, the Holy Spirit's trying to get a word to us. He's trying to get mm-hmm. a message across to us. And that message is, just believe. Yeah. yeah. Only believe. And that's the that's the key today. And it's it's so simple, but we yeah. have to kind of rein everything in to uh, well all the actions, all the things I can do mm-hmm. to this is what Jesus is wanting us to do. Yeah. It literally it, <laughs> yeah. he, he literally answers it right here and he's talking yeah. to yeah. us. He's highlighting this to us. Right. Yes. Well, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> when you were reading that verse, I was also reading a verse in First John. Um, this morning, and it's uh, chapter 3, verse 23, Mm -hmm. and it says, This is His commandment, that we believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, just as He commanded. That's His command to us. It's not like we have to keep this whole list, like we have Mm -hmm. this list. It's the one thing that every believer just needs is to believe. Just believe Uh in Him, and boiling it down to the simplicity of that, that this this is His command, one command. That you believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another. Like, yeah. that's it. And, yeah. it, like, it's just so cool how he reiterates his word from First John into, uh, and from John also. And just the simplicity of it. Yeah. And yeah. one thing I just wanted to say real quick, I know you have something, is, um, so it's easy to hear this and be like, oh, that's, that's so simple. Um, yeah, I already know that. I already got that. I got that down. <laughs> well, yeah. if we got it down the way we were supposed to, the Holy Spirit <laughs> wouldn't be bringing it up. Right. <laughs> so there's that's obviously there's room for development and sure. there's a need to hear this and grow in mm-hmm. this or else Holy Spirit wouldn't yeah. be talking to us all about it. Right. And again, just as... With everything else, we shouldn't receive any word the Holy Spirit has for us with condemnation. Yeah. Of, oh, man, I've been missing it. I haven't been believing enough. Oh, man, this is a hopeful it's thing. exciting. Mm-hmm. If he's bringing this up, that means there's room to grow. Yeah. That means life can get even better. If life's been stinky, then he's bringing it to a higher place so mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be stinky anymore. If life's been great then that means there's room to grow to get even greater. So either way, it's a great thing. It's not something to receive with condemnation at all. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Um, One of the verses that was coming to me, um, because what does it mean to believe? Like, obviously, we believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that He came to die for us. You know, we believe all of this stuff. But Mark 11, um, verse 20 uh, four, and I feel like this verse has just kept coming back to me. And it says, Therefore I say to you, all things for which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them, and they will be granted to you. Yeah. And so it's really believing who, like the promises in the word for each one of us, believing that they belong to us now. We might not feel like I have confidence in whatever area the Lord is speaking yeah. to us, but believing if Jesus said this about me, then this is who I am. Amen. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it was verse, I feel like I'm jumping all over the place. 
Um, but John verse six, John chapter six, <laughs> verse uh, seventeen. I believe yes. it says that whoever wills to do the will of God, mm-hmm. he will be able to do the will of God. And mm-hmm. so trusting in that, especially when we're yeah. learning how to be led by the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, just trusting that if I'm going to be seeking the Lord and I am willing to do his will, yeah. then I, he's got everything covered. There's literally nothing else yeah. that I need to worry about it. I just believe in him. Yeah. I trust yeah. in him. That's what believing is, is trusting in the Lord, that he's yeah. got yeah. us covered, that we have that spirit living in us. And so he's going to lead us, and he's not going to lead us into harm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's since John seven seventeen. Thank you. Nice. That's that's along what I was gonna say before. I, like I started choking. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> that's a little detour. You're good. Well, it was great because Holy Spirit was giving you all the same yeah. thing. Um, but well, the same yeah. thing that I was gonna say was that you know I used to live in fear of messing things up mm-hmm. and like wanting to live in God's will all the time and do everything perfect. Yeah, and that was holding me back because all that He's told us to do is just believe. Do we believe that He can guide us? That mm-hmm. what He's mm-hmm. telling us to do is the best for us? Yeah. If so, then there's no reason to fear. Right. At all. Right. All we have to do is. Just believe. If yeah. he says do something, God, I believe in you. I trust you yeah. that what you're saying to do is best, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. And as long as we believe in Jesus, then we trust whatever he says to do. Yeah. We'll do it with ease, and we'll draw on him, abide in yeah. him. Everything that he says to do, we trust in him. So we have no hesitation to do it at all. That's good. And it makes life so simple <laughs> because he doesn't want... He's not the God of complication. Right. He's not, well, this is a very complicated, you know, formula that you've got to get just perfect. No, he wants things simple. Yeah. God has laid things out so simple for us. We've just got to believe. That's, That's yeah. it. Yeah. What were you saying? We were talking about a little bit earlier, and you, you briefly mentioned it now. I'd love to hear more on what the Holy Spirit was showing you, but you were talking yeah. about um, believing believing who Jesus has made you to be mm-hmm. in him. Mm-hmm. Like believing yeah. when he says, you are this. Yeah. Believing that. Yeah. What, were, what was yeah. the Spirit showing you on um, that? One thing he was speaking to me was also from chapter 7 in John. <laughs> was just chapter 7 so good. But verse 38, it says, He who believes in me, as the scripture says, from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. And so yeah. that means that just simply believing in him, and I, we know that we believe in him, so yeah. trusting that because he said that about me, then I can trust him that out of my yeah. innermost being yeah. is going to flow rivers of living water. And so I might not feel like it. Like this morning yeah. was a busy yeah. morning, and I might not busy. have felt like I have <laughs> rivers of living water flowing out of me. Yes. <laughs> but that's what he said I am. That's yes, who he yeah. said I am. There's another verse in John that talks about um, placing a well of eternal life inside mm-hmm. of us that sounds mm-hmm. just like that. Yeah. Yeah, and even just believing what he's, it's really just coming down to believing, what does the Lord say I am? If he says, I am the righteousness of God, I might not feel like the righteousness of God, but that's who I am, because all I have to do is believe that he said it, believe that's that's what his word said. 
So therefore, I am the righteousness of God, believing yeah. that I am the healed of the Lord, that healing is the children's bread. I'm a child of God, so that's who I am. So just believe. It's yeah. the simplicity of it. Like, <laughs> just, just believe. believe. Just Only believe. believe. <laughs> but if, the, if God said it and God doesn't lie, right? We know God yeah. doesn't lie. And he's honest and he has our best for us. Everything in his word applies mm -hmm. to me then. Yeah. And, those, and so any types of feelings of, you know, uh, self-worth or like low self-confidence, any of that kind of stuff that might try to come on us, mm -hmm. it has no place. We can first identify this absolutely isn't yeah. coming from the Lord because I have the word and what he says yeah. about me to back it up. And even if I might not feel like I'm at that place where, yes, I'm the righteousness <laughs> of God, like and all that kind yeah. of stuff, I can still believe it. I can still yeah. put faith in that right now, believe yeah. that. And all I have to do is believe it. Yeah. You know, it's not like I have to strive, strive for it. Yeah. It's just believing. Striving that. is the opposite of believing. Yeah. <laughs> striving, <laughs> striving is attempting to do and control the situation. Mm -hmm. Believing is resting and receiving Jesus. Yeah. Who he, it, it doesn't yeah. say strive to do this, strive mm -hmm. to be who I've called you to be. It says only believe. Yeah. yeah. Just believe. Like with ja Jair Jairus, however you say that, his his daughter or son or whatever. Yeah. I can't remember yeah. the details of it, but that's where Jesus tells him only believe. Yeah. That story. Mm -hmm. I, have to, I have to look at it. I, I was, think it's also in John. I'm pretty sure. It's in John. <laughs> I thought. I could be wrong. I was I'm not trying sure. to find that really quickly and I didn't have time to find it, but I know it says it, um, it, says it there too of only mm -hmm. believe. Mm -hmm. Um, but the striving is the opposite, and yeah. that, that the um, being in us, I found mm -hmm. it. Yeah. It's John four uh, fourteen, and it, uh, Jesus says uh, he's talking to the woman at the well. And yeah. starting in thirteen, he's, it says Jesus answered and said to her, "Everyone who drinks of this water will thirst yeah. again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give mm -hmm. him shall never thirst. But the water that I will give him will become in." Him, yeah. a water, a well of water springing up to eternal life. Yeah. And that really struck me of it's inside of me. It's mm -hmm. not something yeah. I'm trying to obtain right. or trying to get. I'm not trying to get everything that's mm -hmm. in eternal life, mm -hmm. which will yeah. cause me to have that identity mm -hmm. that we're talking about and yeah. have everything that I need for. I don't even have to be insecure. I don't have to feel insufficient. I have in me, according to this, yeah. Yeah. a well of water spring up to eternal life. Right. And that's yeah. placed in each and every one of yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. That well, really I good. think it's so easy to dismiss. Like, religion and stuff would have us dismiss. Psh, I've been a Christian for a long time. Like, I, of course I trust in God. Of course I believe in Him. Uh, but there are situations, just like what you were talking about, of believing in our own identity. Mm -hmm. If we, for a moment, start to think, like, hey, I'm not, you know, I'm just not worthy for this. Mm -hmm. It's doubting what the Lord said about us. Yeah. There's more than just mentally believing. Mm -hmm. He's not asking us to mentally believe in him. He's asking us to grab a hold of it spiritually yeah. and believe in him, not just wrap our heads around, yes, okay, I believe in him. <laughs> done, done. done. Well, even physically. Okay, like yeah. what he just said is um, there's a uh, well of water uh, inside of you, spring up to eternal life. Like, okay, yeah. if you take the <laughs> physical realm right now, 
There's no well physically <laughs> in here. There's no water physically. There's no well physically. We're not talking about physically. And yeah. our mind so mm -hmm. uh, our mind naturally unrenewed just wants to go to yeah. the physical stuff of the physical stuff that says I can't do right. it. Right. Well, yeah. the physical side also says there's no well right here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's no physical well. We're talking. We're not talking about a physical <laughs> well. We're talking no. about a spiritual one. Yeah. Um, Buddy, I uh, thank you, Barrett. She put it in the comment. Buddy just um, gave the scripture Sorry. reference for <laughs> Jairus's daughter. Oh, it's, it wasn't in John. Uh, it's it was in Mark, Mark five thirty six. But Jesus, overhearing what was being spoken, said to the synagogue official, "Do not be afraid any longer. Only believe." Well, praise God. Only believe. believe. Only I actually, believe. Um, Smith Media Group, Smith, uh, Eric Smith, his his pastors. Church ministry is called Only Believe. That's cool. Wow. And the, the Lord's like been bringing up the Only Believe. Yeah. And I'm like, that is such a cool <laughs> church name. <laughs> only Believe. That's so good. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I feel like I'm like, like gonna, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, felt, I felt that hard turn right there. I, I don't. No, it's, like, it's the same thing. It's along the same path. Um, I, was just, <laughs> I was just talking. It wasn't really a smooth, like, no, hey, it yeah, it was, yeah, it was like, I'm just going to turn the car around right now. That's I, I what I was saying Abby's before I got interrupted. <laughs> well, were you going, talking about back when you were choking at huh? the beginning? Are you trying to go back to that? It was the last time I got interrupted. Oh, oh. Buddy says, only believe means there's no other option for me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> This is my transition, guys. Great job, great job. Hard turn. <laughs> Only believe means there's no other option but for me to apply my faith. Yeah. Fear is not an option. Unbelief is not an option. Only yeah. believe. That's right. That is okay. good. I'll let you continue. Smoothly. Turn. <laughs> smooth transition back into what was being said. Insert smooth transition. <laughs> here, right here. Is so often we can mentally think, Hey, yes, I believe in God. Okay, I'm mm -hmm. dismissing this. I'm going to hop off. I've got stuff to do today, and I don't need to hear this. This, mm -hmm. this word, yes, it's Holy Spirit mm -hmm. for somebody else, not me. <laughs> and I, I can feel that. I can feel that in myself, so I know someone else can feel that. Yeah. But what's important is we're not mentally understanding believing yeah. in God. It's spiritually yeah. And so often I've I've thought, yeah, I believe in God. Obviously, He's my Savior. I like my whole life is dedicated to Him. Of course, I believe in Him. But then I've doubted. Well, I I just can't do this. I'm not worthy. Doubted mm. myself. Yeah. And what that is is that's doubting the words that He said over me. Yeah. He says I'm worthy. He says I'm righteous because He has made me righteous. Yeah. He says I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Those are his words over me. So obviously there is more room to believe because yeah. if I'm doubting myself, I'm doubting the words that he's spoken yeah. over me. I'm doubting his word. I'm That's saying, good. well, Lord, you That's said true. this over me, but it's not true because yeah. I'm not, you don't understand. I'm not That's enough. I, that, that applies to everyone else, but it doesn't apply to me. Mm -hmm. And we're doubting his words over ourselves. There's so many other situations where he's spoken, he's spoken, you know, we will live victorious lives. We will be victorious. Well, Lord, you don't know the situation. This situation is really difficult. So maybe, maybe it won't be quite victorious. That's, that's doubt. Yeah. That's living in doubt. So there's, we can see pretty quickly, there's so many areas that's more than just, okay, Yes, I believe. Done. Mentally understanding it. It's, we've got to receive this spiritually. Yeah. We've got to hear this. 
and receive this and let this touch every aspect Mm -hmm. of our life. Because if the Lord said it, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I believe what he said. No matter what the situation, immediately, whatever situation comes up, I bring what he said because I believe in him. I trust in him. Mm -hmm. And whatever he says is more real than than this earth. Like the word says... The spiritual realm is so much more real than even this physical realm mm-hmm. yeah. that we're in. This world yeah. is like, it's not even as real as the Lord and the spiritual yeah. realm that we can't even see. Yeah. And I believe God's word is so much more real and so much more true than what I may be feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's good. I've, a lot of times I've thought, okay, I'm believing in Jesus, but... Yeah. Um, me and myself, me in right. this situation, I, I can't do that. <laughs> I believe Jesus, mm-hmm. but I, I can't do this, or I yeah. I can't receive yeah. forgiveness. I can't receive mercy. Mm-hmm. I can't receive the um, the the help to to put my flesh down. Yeah. I can't do this. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I just I just can't. I can't. <laughs> and. That's like what you're saying. Yeah. That's not believing in him. Right. right. Because he's mm-hmm. already given yeah. us the answers yeah. for that. So if I say I can't receive his forgiveness, yeah. I'm saying God's not big enough. I'm not no, right. I'm not really saying I'm not I, it's not really actually yeah. it, it mm-hmm. sounds good to say well, it's me. I, I'm the problem. I'm yeah. it's, it's me. <laughs> but no, I I'm no. literally mm-hmm. I'm if I say I'm such a big problem that I can't do this. I can't receive forgiveness. What I'm saying is I'm bigger than God. Mm -hmm. I'm putting myself Mm -hmm. above God. I'm such a big problem that the cross wasn't enough. Right. Yeah. I'm literally like, it's, see, on one hand, it doesn't sound too bad to our minds of, I I just can't do it. It's It's me. I'm, you know, it's just me. Literally, though, we are, yeah. when we do that, we're disrespecting the right. cross. That's right. right. That's a big deal. That's not something yeah. little. So when he says something about us, mm-hmm. we need to receive that or yeah. else we're disrespecting the yeah. cross. Yeah. And I don't mean that yeah. in a way of like like condemnation or anything <laughs> like that. No, I like, yeah. I, yeah, I need that for myself as a wake-up call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a wake-up call or of what are these excuses doing? Every That's time right. that I say I'm not, I can't do mm-hmm. this, that I can't do this through Jesus, because I'm not talking about my own yeah. strength. But when I say I can't take Jesus by the hand, I can't do that, mm-hmm. every time I'm disrespecting the cross. Right. Yeah. Every time I'm right. saying Jesus wasn't enough. Yeah. 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 And I used to do that and think that it was humility. I was just thinking <laughs> that. So like my dad would point it out to me, like, hey, you need to stop doing this. He has said that you can do this. Mm-hmm. He has called you enough. Stop doubting yourself. Uh, stop doubting the Jesus that's inside of yeah. you. And I'm like, well, being humble. He told me to be humble. I thought I was being humble. What yeah. in the world's going on? And what it is, is it's a false humility. Yeah, it is. It's not true humility. Yeah. True humility says, my feelings are not more true than God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And God says, I'm worthy. So I'm putting my feelings down. True humility puts my feelings down of maybe I'm not worthy. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm not enough to do this situation. Mm -hmm. And we trust in the Lord. True humility, trust in what the Lord says over us of, hey, you can do this Mm -hmm. because it's me in you. It's me doing it. It's it's Holy Spirit doing it. It's not us. 
And we trust the word of true humility, trust the word of the Lord more than we trust our own feelings. Yeah. It's it's false humility to say, hey, I I just can't do it. It's just me. That's yeah. that's not true humility. That's false humility. Yeah. yeah. And God's been highlighting this to all three of us. Yeah. And so it's not like we're saying, you guys need to be humble. God yeah. is has been highlighting this to, to, <laughs> to us. Me. So we're speaking to ourselves as well. Yeah. And what you were saying about the humility, that's something that I had also thought and identified with. Well, I just, I don't, I can't do it. You know, it's just yeah. me. But I had quite a few situations in the past few months where God's been bringing yeah. up different things where like, where I was like, oh gosh, I didn't know that was an insecurity in myself. Yeah. And I guess it's just like me being humble. But no, like, that's yeah. pride. <laughs> like, that's pride. That was a fun conversation I had with Pastor Nicole. Like, I know. That's pride. Yeah. I used to think I was like, I don't have, a, I don't really have pride because like, I don't feel yeah. like I'm like a prideful yeah. person of yeah. what I thought pride was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, I right. thought pride was only saying, like, I'm so amazing. Right. But no, pride is saying, I'm, I, I, I'm trying to think of words that are not, like, like <laughs> not, not bad words, but, like, I'm trying to think of, like, like not edgy words. Of, well, yeah. it's exactly what you were saying before, <laughs> because it's putting us above the cross, saying yeah. my insecurities and what's going on in my life is way too big of a problem than mm-hmm. what the cross, what Jesus did on the cross. Yeah. Exactly what you were saying before. So it is a form of pride. And that was super fun revelation, (laughs) you know. Yeah. That insecurity is absolutely not from the Lord. And sometimes it can be, well, I'm just like a girl. I'm just insecure. Or teenage girls or teenagers, they're just insecure and figuring out their identity. No, we are the righteousness of God. When When God the Father sees us, he sees Jesus. Yeah. You know, he's given us that identity of himself. Like, and I believe the Lord led me to um, Romans chapter 4, verse 21, and Pastor was talking about this the other day, that we're talking about Abraham just believing the promise that God had given him, talking Mm -hmm. about him saying, this is your identity, you are a father of many nations. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure there were many times when his flesh was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) This is not who I am. But God changed his name into father of many nations. And it says, and Abraham being fully assured that yeah. what God had promised, he was able also to perform. Yeah. He was yeah. fully mm-hmm. assured yeah. of that promise, of that identity. He was fully assured that he was mm-hmm. a father, that yeah. his identity, the, the identity that God had given him was yeah. who he was. Amen. Even though he didn't see it. Exactly, yeah. Even though he didn't feel it. I yeah. don't feel like a father. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a man who has no children. <laughs> that would make me not a father. That's what the natural mind would say yep. and get sassy. At least that's what mine tries to do. But he believed in God and his leading more than he believed yeah. in himself. And yeah. that is true humility. That is only believing. Yeah. And it's putting that above the thoughts. Don't feel bad if thoughts try to come, yeah. but don't accept them. Mm-hmm. Say no. You can dismiss those thoughts of doubt quickly because, yeah. no, I believe in God more than I believe in these thoughts. Yeah. I wanted to go, if we could, um, to John 8 because this was, this was the verse that just kept and kept and kept popping up to me. Like, well, several verses. Um, but this is the adulterous woman. And I know this is like this is a weird situation, um, like a weird one to bring up on this topic. But just bear with me. So... Jesus is, he's in the temple, 
and he's teaching. And so verse 3, John 8, 3. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman caught in adultery, and having set her in the center of the court, they said to him, Teacher, this woman has been caught in adultery in the very act. Now, in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such woman. What then do you say? And it says, they were saying this, testing him, so that they might have grounds for accusing him. But Jesus stooped down with his finger he wrote on the ground. See, he, this was a uh, tricky situation, and he knew that. Anyone, anyone around in that time knew, hey, this, there, it looks like there's two choices, stoner or don't, and either way, they're going to use it against you. Mm-hmm. In the natural logical mind, uh, we may be thinking, oh, man, <laughs> this is, what in the world am I going to do? And because it seems like such a quick situation, in situations where things seem intense, are oftentimes mm-hmm. our first um, instinct is to go to our mind. This yeah. is such a quick situa- situation, like such a serious situation. I don't have time to seek leading. I have, mm. to, I have to go with my gut. I had yeah. to make a decision, mm. and I just have to live with that decision. And, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll take the time to be led in situations where they, there may be time. But if it's, if it's a serious situation, something with consequences, that they could literally kill him for this. They could have found, they were trying to find any yeah. way to accuse him to kill him. They were trying to get rid yeah. of him. And such a serious situation. I'm just, I don't have time to be led. I've got to trust my own intuition. Mm-hmm. And we see he doesn't, he doesn't do that and make a quick decision. So even if, yeah. you know, even in those situations, we don't see him, him like make a quick decision of, I am the son of God. I feel like I can make a decision for myself. This is my life. I can make a decision for myself. We don't see Jesus do that. And if anyone had the right to, it was Jesus. (laughs) He was the son of God. And we don't see him do that. He he takes the time to be Mm -hmm. led. God is not a God of, hey, pressure, pressure, pressure. He is the God of peace. And so if you don't seek leading, like if, if we don't feel like we have a leading, stay in peace. Yeah. God yeah. is big enough to speak to us, and he yeah. doesn't always work on our schedule. So we, don't, we can't fit God into a box of, hey, God, these people are trying to accuse me. They're trying to right. kill me. Um, I better give them an answer real quick, or else it could end up very bad. Mm-hmm. He doesn't fit God into a box of, hey, okay, I don't have leading right now. Then I'm just going to have to, you know, make something up. No, because he... He didn't have the words to say right then. He stopped. He's, I'm just going to stop and wait until I have, I hear the Father tell me what to say. He trusted in God. He believed in God so much that he wasn't even going to say what he felt was right. He, he only said, he only did what he heard the Father right. say. Yeah. So he stooped down with his finger, he wrote on the ground. But when they persisted in asking him, he straightened up and said to them. So he went to draw on the ground, and they didn't like, oh, look, he's waiting to seek leading from the Lord. Let's leave him alone. Let's let him seek the Lord. The earth, uh, the world does not do that. <laughs> the world would like to continue adding pressure, but we cannot yield to that pressure. Amen. He kept writing, and he kept drawing in the ground. I don't know what he was drawing, but he just kept on until he heard what the Lord said. Yeah. And it was only at the word of the Lord that he spoke. Yeah. So 
he straightened up and said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him be the first to throw a stone at her. Again, he stooped down and rode on the ground. When they heard it, they began to go out one by one, beginning with the older ones. And he yeah. was left alone. And the, moment, and the woman where she was in the center of the court. <laughs> I'm just going to end, end the story. Yeah. I'm just going to finish. Straightening up, Jesus said to her, Woman, where are they? Did no one condemn you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, I do not condemn you either. Go from now on, sin no more. So it looked like there were only two options, either stoner or don't stoner. But again, once again, he didn't fit God into the box of, hey, there's only two options. Okay, Lord, do you want A or B? A or B? A or B? Okay, quickly, they're adding pressure to me, Lord, because that's what I've done in the past. Lord, there's only two options. They're adding pressure. I've got to answer them quickly or else it's going to be a very big situation. We've got to just be patient, and we can't fit God into a box of our own bias. And he didn't do that. He just sat, and he waited until the Lord told him what to say, and he did it, and it was the perfect situation. They had nothing to accuse him of, and the woman got to go on and live her life without sinning. Her life was changed around. A bad situation was changed around for good because Jesus waited, because he believed fully in the Lord. He believed in the Lord more than he believed in himself. He only did. He only said what he heard the Father say. And if Jesus thought it was important enough to do that, then so do I. I. I definitely think it's important enough to do it. I mean, I had noticed that um, throughout the book of John also yeah. as I've been reading it. I mean, even John the Baptist testified yeah. of that, him, that he only does what he sees his father do or yeah. say what he uh, hears his father say. And if Jesus needed to do it, then we surely need to yeah. do it. And it made me think of um, Matthew chapter 10, verse 19, when Jesus was talking about persecution and how, you know, believers will be persecuted. And a lot of times we, in situations like that, whether it's somebody like just questioning us or adding the pressure Mm -hmm. or disagreeing or people getting thrown in prison and before courts, whatever it is, it says, but when they hand you over, do not worry about how or what you are to say, for it will be given you in that hour what you are to say. Like talk about a lot of pressure in, like especially in intense persecution, like... This is my life on the line. This was that was Jesus's life on the line. Yeah, and uh, Jesus literally says, "Don't worry about it. I'm going to tell you what to say. Like when you need to know." And yeah. sometimes it's being quiet, and God will fight our ba- battles, and God will defend us. Um, yeah. But then, I mean, He's going to give us the words to say in every situation that we need, and it's just relying on that mm-hmm. river inside of us, that living well inside of us, relying yeah, on that yeah. the Holy Spirit, the God of the universe who knows all things is living on the inside of me. And he's yeah. going to speak through me when, exactly when, the timing, yeah. when it needs to be done and not to let the pressure like get in our heads and get into that pressure. But he says um, that I believe Pastor Brian says God never leads us through pressure. That's right. That's good. So especially whenever there's like situations, and I've been in situations, I need to make a decision by tonight, and this is mm-hmm. the deadline, or by like the end of the hour. God never leads with pressure because yeah. that's not a decision that he's like, okay, I guess I really need to speak to them <laughs> by by six o'clock tonight, or yeah. I best better like get this done. Yeah. But God's never gonna lead that way, and we can just rest in that. 
Yeah. What I love about you bringing up the adulterous woman is you see Jesus, who they were trying to, they were trying to trap him. They were trying to attack him. His life was on the line. He had not done a single thing wrong. He did, mm-hmm. he did nothing wrong, and they were trying to trap him. What I love in this situation, though, is he's not the only one that his life is on the line. Yeah. The adulterous woman, her life is on the line, too. Yeah. The difference is, is that she got herself in that situation. Yeah. Jesus, he, he did nothing wrong. Right. The adulterous woman did. Mm-hmm. She definitely did something wrong in this situation. Yeah. She made a choice. She made an action right. to do something wrong. She's now in a situation where her life is in the hands of Jesus. Yeah. Her life is in his hands, and he takes the moment to, you know, he, and, and that's kind of like, there, there are so many different, like, aspects <laughs> of this, of think, ways to yeah. go, but in the moment where she needed a way of escape, legally, there was no reason to give this to her. Legally, as according to the law, they should stone her. Yeah. Legally, she needed to pay for the decisions that she had made. Yeah. And how often are the, deci- the reason for pressure, the reason why pressure is there, is because yeah. we've done it to ourselves. We've gotten ourselves in that situation. Mm-hmm. But I love that even here, when the woman got herself in the situation, there was still a way of an escape. Yeah. Jesus still had an answer to get her out. Yeah. A supernatural answer right. of provision to, to get her out of the situation of paying for that. Yeah. And I think our, our flesh wants to very much be like, pay the price. <laughs> pay the price. Yeah. But Jesus already paid the price. Yeah. yeah. Even when that pressure is there, and in the natural, mm-hmm. it's our fault. It's still a way of escape. Always. Because that's how good he is. Yeah. It's not yeah. like, you know what? When you do everything right, God will, God will help you. There, it's, you yeah. There'll be peace and there'll be provision. And yeah. when you deserve it, there's all these blessings available for you. Mm-mm. Now, even she didn't deserve it at all. And God, it, it, Jesus made a supernatural way of escape for her when there in the natural was no way of escape. Yeah. He made that for her, yeah. and he'll make that for us too. Oh, yeah, of course. One, one thing that the Lord brought up to my remembrance is my favorite book, like outside of the Bible, is one, and the title of it is Before We Kill and Eat You, uh, which is pretty intense, pretty intense situation. I've never heard of that. Really? Oh, it's, it's a great book. I would highly suggest it because it's, it's true. Like, it's, a, uh, it's, telling, it's telling a true story, and it's speaking right on what we're talking about today. Um, I'd, I'd even forgotten about it for a while. But it's about these missionaries who go to this village of cannibals, and they want to lead them to the Lord. And um, wow. they do not want to hear the Lord. And they, they capture the missionaries and they're getting ready to kill them and then eat them. And it looks like a pretty hopeless situation. It looks like, okay, we've got to lean on, like, our understanding. If any situation would provide, like, an, an understanding of, yeah, I understand why they would be scared. I understand why they would want to lean on their understanding because that's a pretty intense situation. And so the village leader comes up and he says, before we kill and eat you, do you have any last words? 
and obviously that's where they got the title of the book. And they just thought what the Lord wanted to say. They didn't go by their own, own logic of, hey, let us go. We're, you know, we're just here to help you. Why are you trying to do this to us? Just let us go and talking out of their own understanding. That would make the most sense. Like, hey, please let us go. Those are my last words. Um, but they don't do that. They seek the leading of the Lord. And Holy Spirit just tells them, just pray in the Holy Spirit. So that's what they start doing. Little do they know, as they're praying in the Holy Spirit, they start praying and speaking in their language. They start sharing the gospel to them in their language. All of them get saved. They let them go, and they they get to escape with their lives, and they led the whole village to Christ. The whole village that was moments away from killing them and eating them. Like, very intense, but still... Even in the most intense situation, they believed in God. And that's why it's so important. Because if it's that important to believe in God in those intense situations, it's definitely important in our day-to-day lives of situations that might not seem, well, it's not that intense. It's so, it's so important. Because if we, if we can't believe in God in small situations of, hey, Lord, You told me to wear this shirt today, but I don't want to wear that shirt today. I want to wear this shirt today. If we can't believe in God in small situations, how how do we expect to believe in God in big situations? That's not how it works. I used I used as a kid think, oh, I'm I'm just going to uh you know when when I'm in front of these huge crowds of crusades, I'm going to be fearless. I'm going to be able to speak in front of all these people for you, Lord. But then if the Lord would try to tell me to go up to someone and say something. I was like, no, Lord, this situation doesn't matter. But I'll still, I'll still talk in front of the Crusades, but this one, I'm just a little too scared. But you're going to help me in those big situations. Do it. He leads us step by step into our destiny. Every decision that we make is a step into our destiny. And it's a step of obeying him or disobeying him. Yeah. There, there is no other option. It's obeying him or disobeying him. Yeah. And the steps that may seem small are leading us to our destiny. So yeah, I can guarantee yeah. you those people in, in that story who lived that out, they weren't people who constantly disobeyed and disobeyed God, who didn't believe in him, didn't believe in him. But then all of a sudden their lives are on the line. Yes, Lord, whatever you say, pray in the Holy Spirit. Sure. Yeah. No, they lived out lives where they 100% believed in God. If he said do this, they did it, even if it didn't make sense. Yeah. And it ended up saving their lives in a situation that they never could have foresaw. But because they believed in God, because they had led lives of believing in God, no matter what, they were able to hear from him clearly in that moment and finish out their mission that he had given them of getting the whole village saved. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to point out, going back to the uh, the adulterous woman, like I I had said that that there's always the Lord has a way of escape and everything. But one thing I wanted to point out is that that doesn't mean there's a uh, there's a, a mindset in my generation especially I, I, it's very prevalent is um that you're going to miss it and then God's going to save you and but that that cycle is like yeah. a it's like a cycle you can't control like yeah. it's like a cycle of I'm going to sin and then ask for forgiveness and then I'm going to sin and ask for forgiveness yeah. sin but it's something that it, there's a mindset that you can't control the sinning yeah. and that you have to rely on God's 
uh, God's mercy, God's grace, yeah. because you can't, you can't stop. But what I love here is that, and we quoted it, but then Jesus says to her, I do not condemn you either. Go from now on, sin no longer. Right. And like yeah. in that moment, you're talking about obeying the Lord, obeying his instruction yeah. for you. We don't have to keep missing it. We don't have mm-hmm. to live a life struggling like that where we yeah. make mistakes and we have the pressure and the condemnation and, and yeah. all that. He says to this woman, sin no more. He wouldn't have said it, though, yeah. if she couldn't do it. Right. He's yeah. given us a way to not That's just, right. you know, when you're in that situation and, oh, you missed it. Oh, there's the pressure. There's the whatever. Yeah. It's not just a, okay, God's going to forgive me, and then I'll probably do it again. Yeah. We don't, we're, we're not... We're not subject to, right. to that. Right. He has a way of even escaping the sin completely. Yeah. A way, not just escaping the situation and getting it back into it. But we, yeah. don't, we don't have to sin any longer. We don't yeah. have to be in that cycle anymore yeah. where that yeah. pressure and everything comes. Because imagine those, uh, those missionaries, are, when they're mm-hmm. in that situation, like it, imagine if they had like all this condemnation, <laughs> this sin consciousness yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. That affects our faith. Our yeah. Sin, yeah. sin affects yeah. our faith. We don't have to struggle with those things and be in that yeah. cycle. Yeah. Of, she, this woman, the adulterous woman, I don't yeah. know what happened to her, but Jesus gave her the word that she could sin no longer. Yeah, and there's two ditches to that, I think, where there's the, I'm just, I can't help but sinning, and I'm just going to have to sin and ask for forgiveness. Yeah. And then there's the, I'm afraid to take a step because I might miss it. You <laughs> yeah. know, there's those yeah. two sides of that. And that's also a lie from the enemy, too, you know, because that's holding us back from taking the steps that God wants us to walk in. And so what you pointed out was great, but it also made me think of the other (laughs) ditch, too. Because I've I've seen that ditch a lot. Yeah, I know that ditch very well. We've we've gotten to know each other very well. It's it's good to know where you at right. where you're at what right. where, where your yes. ditch your flesh is ditch maybe right. of like right. no it's fine it's fine I'll just keep <laughs> sinning it's fine or you, you may be on the other step of I can never miss it right. a beat right. anything I know yep because that's a fear that's a tactic of the enemy too to get us from walking in the fullness of God <laughs> is to like I'm just yeah. not gonna like like make them afraid to move at all <laughs> and then we just stay here. Yep. I used to be someone who, like, who tried to be led seriously in every physical step. And I'd, I'd get in condemnation if I stepped on the wrong color tile. Like, it got oh, to such an so incredible painful. point. It was painful. I'm like, Lord, Lord, you can guide me in every step. What if I step on the wrong tile and, like, a ceiling panel falls out and hits me in the head or something? Yeah, the and pressure. I'm, it was... It was a lot of pressure, oh. and it was not from the Lord. So right. when I tell you I understand, if, if you've been there, I understand, and there is hope. Yeah. And that's not where God wants you to live. So I had had that happen to me, not quite with the tiles, but I remember hearing about an evangelist, and God would just tell him to stop and, like, pray yeah. for different people as he was driving. And I remember driving down the road, like, God, do you want me to stop and talk to that person? God, is that the person? <laughs> and just driving to work yeah. was so stressful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, it's it's be- definitely been like that. But that's not God. But <laughs> no, he's again, he's not the God of pressure. He doesn't want us living in. Okay, okay, okay. Every breath, every breath, I must be seeking you and seeking you because that's striving yeah. in and of our own self. Yeah. We need to believe in God enough that if He wants to say something, if He He's big enough to get our attention. Even if we're messing up, even if 
We heard him and just dismissed it. He's big enough to say it again, to repeat himself, and to repeat it loud right. enough that we can hear it. So it brings such peace because all we have to do is trust him. Yeah. All we have to do is believe in him. If we do that, if we receive that, then there is nothing, nothing that we ever have to worry about again in our lives because we're seeking after him. And if we miss it along the way, so what? Because we're, we're going after him. We are trying, and that's all he asks. Just believe in me. If you miss it along the way, don't worry about it. You're, you're headed in the right direction. I, yeah. I can fix that. He can fix that. And that's all he asks us to do. Just yeah. believe. Just yeah. believe. So if, as we close, um, just put a hand in the comment if this blessed you. But let's also, let's pray. Let's pray over this. Let's receive this personally. Let's put faith on this word. God had this today for you, for us. So let's receive it. So do you want to pray? Absolutely. Yeah. Father, I thank you for every single person watching right now and who's going to watch in the future. Father, I thank you for putting this on all three of our spirits. Thank you, Lord, that we can just believe. All we have to do is believe in you. And Lord, I thank you that you have given us the word, Father, and I thank you that you have given us a new identity, that you have made each one of us a new creation in you, and that we can put faith in that, that we can believe uh, that who you say I am is who I am. Thank you, Lord, for every single person watching. Father, I thank you for revealing to them on a deeper level who you are to them, Father. I thank you for giving them a spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of who they are in you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. And put an amen in the, in the comments if this word spoke to you. Holy Spirit had it specifically for you. So put that in the, in the comments. But also today, in wrapping up, we want to give you the opportunity to sow. If the Lord's putting it on your heart, then he... If he's putting it on your heart, we want to make it available for you. So we have several ways that we'll put on the bottom that you can sow. And if if you don't have any leaning to sow, then don't. This is, again, like we were saying, God's not the God of pressure. Right. Yeah. Don't feel pressure to sow if he's not saying to. Yeah. But we just want to make it available for mm-hmm. those who the Lord is leading because there are laws of sowing and reaping. The yeah. law of sowing and reaping will abide forever. Yeah. So if you are sowing into this word, there is a harvest for mm-hmm. you. And quickly, you're not sowing into us personally for me to go buy Taco Bell. No, you are <laughs> sowing into this word, into souls, into this broadcast mm-hmm. to get souls saved across yeah, yeah. this entire earth. And there is a harvest for that and a quick harvest. Right. So would you like to pray yeah. over that seed? Absolutely. Thank you, Lord, for every sower today and every seed. Lord, thank you for the ability to even fund your kingdom. Thank you, Lord, for all the resources that are coming across the nation, across the world, to fund the Mm end-time harvest, to fund your mission, your goal. Lord, this seed is for you. This seed is for your mission. Lord, we give this to you every seed today. We give it to you and sow it into your kingdom today. And in the name of Jesus, I bless it. In the name of Jesus, we bless it. We agree that every seed is blessed, pressed down, shaken together, running over, blessed. 
more than enough blessed. Every person that sows today, we speak, we believe that they will always have more than enough. They will never be in lack because they sowed into God's kingdom. They sowed into his work and he is a rewarder of those who sow. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you for this seed. Amen. 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 Thank you guys for being with us today. We have a few announcements that we want to let you know. So get ready. Today, we have been talking to you guys about this conference for weeks now. Yeah. And today today is the day. So the ICCF conference is starting tonight at 7 p.m. in Danville, Virginia at Life Church. There's the little address right there. It's starting today, continuing until tomorrow. And it is going to be amazing. It is a free conference. All that we ask is you just get there. Yep. So you can register at iccf.us. You can also scan that QR code for more information. Pastors Brian and Nicole will be there along with several other Holy Spirit-filled, powerful men and women of God. You are not going to want to miss it. This is a leadership conference for everyone. If you are living and breathing, hello and welcome to planet Earth. You are called to be a leader of some sort. Even if you're not in the fivefold, that you're still called to be a leader no matter yeah. what. In yeah. some situation in life, you're going to have to be a leader, and this is for you. Yes. So it's free. There's child care, I think, up to ages 12 or something for free. So if you have kids, don't let that stop you from yeah. coming. Yeah. Bring them. It's going to be great. So we would love to see you there. We also wanted to let you guys know that we will not be having a broadcast next week. We are preparing for you, getting more, preparing what the Lord wants to make this broadcast better for you. So we will not be having a broadcast next week, but the Monday after we'll be starting right back at 1130. We're going to miss you guys, but we'll be right back. We do have lots of videos, though, in our channel. If you want to go back and watch those next week, we have so many resources for you guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, rewatch as many as you can because they are powerful, mm-hmm. on time words of God for you. Even though they may not be live, they still carry the anointing. Yeah, yeah and absolutely. it is powerful. They mm-hmm. have the anointing to change your life. So, yeah. on that note, we love you guys. We're going to say bye, but have a great Friday. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Bye. 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 <laughs>